welcome to episode 18 of Simply Soccer. I am Michelle Hootink, your host, as usual, but we are coming at you from Houston, Texas for our last play game. In the house, we have first to five, Alex Calderon. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? We got Joe, as you guys know, the thirst for Pavon is real. Very real. Oh, my God. Leslie's in the background. What up? Leslie J in the house. Eh, eh. And, of course, my co-host, Christian Conway. Our podcast is legal to drink in Europe now. Really? We, we, like, we should buy it a beer. Oh, 18 oh, episodes. 18, 18 episodes. It's 18 years old. It's legal to drink in Europe. So we gotta take, we got to take it overseas. <laughs> and, and we will. We cannot drink in Vancouver. Oh, that's such a bummer. Who cares about Vancouver? Speaking of, we're just going to gloss over that game really quickly, but we're going to be covering three games for you guys today uh, because I actually was working and I couldn't watch the Real Salt Lake game. And then we had Montreal and... Vancouver. Vancouver. We, we did the Canada sweep. Yeah. So, thoughts, guys, starting with uh, Real Salt Lake. I want to say Romney. Well, the Real, the Real Salt Lake game was kind of interesting in a lot of respects because it, it was it was a story of two halves if, if you will like I mean RSL was incredibly good in that first half they were nearly untouchable and then the Galaxy came out in the second half and were the better team just because they had the better talent and just sometimes there's going to be games where you just have the better two players on the field and it doesn't matter tactically or whatever just the two best players on the field are going to go do what best players in this game do and go out and win games and I mean that's why you sign guys like Pavlon and Ibrahimovic they're big game players and they show up to these kind of moments and so I think with RSL was a little bit, it, it was interesting because, you know, like, the Galaxy probably shouldn't have won this game 2-1. They probably should have won it 3-0. I think the goal they conceded was a little fluky in the 80th. But again, I mean, if you've looked at Galaxy teams in the past this year, it's been they concede a goal in the 80th, and then all of a sudden in the 90th we're, you know, either drawing or losing. So that was a good test for the Galaxy, I think, to go out, and especially against a team that they're going to probably meet in the playoffs, just looking at how everything's shaking out, to go out and, and beat them on home or on their home turf. Like, I think that's an important kind of thing for the Galaxy in terms of, of confidence boosting before heading into the playoffs. And I think the performance against RSL, I think, is a lot more indicative of what the Galaxy is versus against Vancouver and, to a certain extent, against Montreal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well. I, I concur. I concur. <laughs> you concur. I'm just nodding my head over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, RSL did give us, like, hope. Like, yes. that's the part that kind of sucks, because then we went on to that one game that I don't want to talk about. So it was just, you know, it was such a high, and then, you know, we had a bit of a low, which kind of sums up the life of a Galaxy mm -hmm. fan right now, though. But is it, <laughs> Roller coaster. But isn't that Vancouver game just, like, the typical MLS game? Like, everything on paper says the Galaxy should run away with this game. And it doesn't And it happen. doesn't happen. And, you know, that's what I thought. Like, everyone was just so sure that this was ours. And it's like, please don't jinx it. Like, please be quiet. We still have to play. They have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. They're, they're bottom of the freaking pile. And here we are. Clinched. We yeah. need this. Even though we clinched, there's a reason we need it mathematically. And there we go. I mean the, the the I felt the RSL game felt more like a uh, you know like a traditional game when you see like you know a European league where you, you have somebody maybe in like the top top eight play somebody mid table like usually you know when you weather the storm and you come out second half make adjustments you could take over the game which I felt they did I mean Pavon uh, I felt was really coming on his own his connection was Latan I felt they gave the team confidence but then the Vancouver game it was just 
it was there was no it felt like there was no continuation from the RSL game. It felt like complete like this is why people either love MLS or hate MLS because you have a team that dominates a team plays five minutes worth of offense against them and they score four goals. And as a fan of the team that lost, it's frustrating because you're like, wow, every chance they got, they scored. And we have this amazing offense, and we're blasting away, and we can't get anything in. Isn't that the reality of a salary-capped league, though? Because, I mean, you can go out and find a a serviceable defender for pretty cheap. But if you go out and waste a designated player spot on a defender, it's not going to sell jerseys. People don't go to a soccer stadium to go watch a great... Like, okay... Soccer nerds will go to a stadium to watch a great defender mm-hmm. do Us. <laughs> what they do, but like I mean, if you're a casual fan, you're not going to go to a you're not going to go to a game to go watch a defender pitch a nil nil draw kind no. of thing, and that's and that's I mean the reality of this league. Unless you have like a Sergio Ramos or Roberto Carlos or somebody that attracts yes. for either looks wise uh, Roberto Carlos for bonkers free kicks, offensive <laughs> yeah, offensive skills, or maybe somebody that just take souls and gets red cards you want to see you know but other than that you know you're not so, going to so see Diego Paul <laughs> <laughs> it took a minute for people to show up for Galaxy Games to see the Omar Gonzalez AJ Delacroix yeah. uh, pairing mm-hmm. being, you know it wasn't like instantaneously no. and they were bo- I mean they were bolstered also by Robbie Keane Landon Donovan and right. Dick Beckham etc exactly. etc et mm-hmm. I think it, I, think, uh, I know we're kind of focusing on the RSL game quickly but uh, <laughs> on that Vancouver game it's just the reality of this league is that you're going to get games like this. And, mm-hmm. and, and to Vancouver's credit, I mean, a lot of those guys are playing for their jobs, considering the fact that this is Mark Dos Santos's first year. It's a front office where the president has just left the club in, in a really kind of shameful circumstance, considering the uh, sexual abuse scandal that was revealed amongst the uh, youth uh, women's uh, academy in that team. Um, so I think a lot of, if you're a Vancouver player right now, you're saying, I have... A front office to impress now because it's going to be a completely new regime coming in next year. So, you know, I, I, I kind of almost understand why they had a little bit of the fire in them. But I, I agree to the point of it's like a team shows up, plays five minutes of offense, and scores every chance. It's just it's incredibly frustrating because it's like, what do we have to do? You know, and I mean the Galaxy had I mean the Galaxy were also very good on offense, and I think we're starting to see a team shape up that can play ninety minutes and try to run and gun every team that they play. You know, it's, it's, we're not, I mean, defensively, we can't rely on the defense that we have. I think that's a very, I think most people in this room would agree, unless I'm speaking totally out of turn on that, but. <laughs> not at all. I think, no. we've, I think we've all watched the Galaxy defense through 36 games, yes, and I think I we all have a common that. consensus that it's, well, well, if we go down a goal, or like, if we have to rely on a, uh, holding a 2-1 lead, it's going to be very difficult, yeah. <laughs> however long. And that's what happened with the Vancouver game. Like, we, when I saw that there was four minutes of stoppage, I knew mm-hmm. that when I say like the Galaxy couldn't hold on, you're right. It wasn't even that like uh, Alex has said that uh, Vancouver was playing, you know, particularly well. It was just that it was our defense for the usual. We let ourselves down. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do. I don't think we have the team set up to break someone down when you put ten behind the ball. Um, and the way the way we're set up, one of the things that I grinded my gears about the game was that I saw. Uh, Jonathan DeSantos and Sebastian Lejet combined probably defend more than either Rolf did or oh. Shelvick. Which, who would you rather have attacking? You know, <laughs> Lejet and DeSantos or R- Rolf. Mm-hmm. And, and by all means, between Rolf and, and, and whoever else is on the other side, 
I, I'd rather have Ruff with the ball just because he's better, but sure. he can't give a quality cross. Right. I mean, um, uh, when I was interviewing uh, Gabe, uh, Gabe Montoya for uh, my post-game interviews, he said if, if Beckham was on his team, he was not down with half 50 goals. Yep. And you question. believe him. One of the reasons people get frustrated with the cross the ball to the, the Z man uh, is because we can't cross the ball. Right. And he gets most of the blame, which, you know, I'm not here to, to I'm not going to try to start defending or, or attacking Zlatan. That's not the case. You know, he does the best with what he's given. And let's just say you play, you play 82 minutes of frustrating, not getting good service, and then you get one good service at the end, but you might already be out of it. Like, you know, you, you can give 100% of whatever you have at that moment. Now, um, Vancouver, when they attacked for that five minutes that I said, they had space. They didn't have 10 behind the ball. They had a few, whatever, behind the ball. They were able to get 1v1s. They were able to get quick attacks. Uh, it wasn't even really counterattacks, like fast counterattacks. It just, right. they saw a matchup, they exploited it. The, the, the you know, I, I thought the second goal was offsides. I came home, I, I saw it. It wasn't offsides. What they did was they took they took advantage of the opportunities because they didn't have a wall against them. We either need to break people down or we need to start letting people attack us, but we can't do that because our defense is not good. Also, I mean, looking at kind of the heat map of, of that game, I mean, the way that Shiloto set up his team, I mean, the wingbacks were pinned, were pinned at the halfway line, and that was positionally where they were expected to play out. Yeah. So I think I, I think Shiloto saw an opportunity to attack very aggressively and hopefully kind of over like almost overpower. Vancouver in the way that they did, the Galaxy did against SKC. The problem is that Vancouver had players that, as you said, exploited the one v ones and exploited the space, and were, were aware enough on the ball yeah. to to kind of be able to exploit matchups that they they found favorable. And by all means, I don't want to feel like I'm I'm, I'm banging on Rolf and um, Ed Shelvick or however you know Shelvick Shelvick, but I know it's GBS that's basically telling them because they would stay back if if if. He would tell them to. Yeah. You know, if, if they were just going up with impunity, they would get subbed out. So I know that's part of the tactics. But he had, we have to make tactical changes and make subs much, much sooner. Oh, yeah. Yes. I've been saying that since the beginning about the late subs. But then also, yeah. like, yeah, who we have subbing in as well is what you know. I mean, it's almost predictable what, you know, Shiloh is going But, for. I mean, this, this team isn't, isn't deep. Like, I think right. we have to really well, we have more depth than we did, confront remember. that fact. I mean, also, Journey coming back is going to add a lot of depth, but, like... Yeah, but we don't know when that is. Defensively, yeah. this team isn't very deep, and, either. And, or consistent. No, I agree. Right. Um, the, I, the other thing, I, I think, in terms of the outside-back struggle, which is, I know, something that we all as Galaxy fans keep going back to week after week, is I think it befuddles the mind, because I think if you look at, like, Shkelvik's and Rolf's yeah. 10 years before they came to the Galaxy, I mean, these guys weren't scrubs. Like, they were good players. Yeah. I mean... Shkelvik was playing at Rosenberg in the Champions League. He was, you know, starting regularly in the Champions League. I mean, Rosenberg obviously wasn't a Champions League power because, I mean, financially they can't compete with the bigger leagues. But, yeah. I mean, he's still playing in Champions League group stage and they still relied on him to start. And Rolf Felcher played in the Premier League for a little bit of time. He played in, you know, Germany, Switzerland, yep. et cetera. Like, yeah. these guys, it, it, I know MLS is hard, but, like, these guys have had two years under their belt. Like, how did this not work out in a certain, like, you do have to ask that question. Like, your pedigree indicates otherwise, you yeah. know? All right. So, what about that lineup, though? For I mean, I know that you know Escalero had to rest some of these guys. Um, I mean, I feel like Lampson had his chance. Um, I, okay, uh, I finally feel redeemed as a David Bigup supporter watching Matt Lampson play in goal seriously? against Vancouver. I finally feel redeemed. I've been saying it on the pod ever since I started on here. David Bigup is not a bad goalkeeper. Right. He's just no. got a bad defense in front of him. Yes, agreed. I think that. 
he saves us from a lot more (laughs) than we get scored on. Yeah. I understand, like, his his techniques maybe aren't the best, but... He's a bit kamikaze at times. Yeah, but, you know, like, we saw that it's, it's not him. Like, we... Not to hate on Lampson, like... He's, he had great games against, you know, that little, like, what was that thing? Oh, the, the, the League's Cup. League's Cup, yeah. You know, yeah. I was rooting for him. Like, when he, he was started killer in that game, penalty stage, yeah, in that penalty shootout, too. When he started, I was like, hey, you know what? Like, maybe this is this is your make it or break it game. And then we had that. I, was... I think we're just spoiled because yes. I think before, <laughs> excluding Kurushini, <laughs> yes. I think we had, like, a really good run of goalkeepers. Pinedo, Saunders, Elgato. I was going to say Buffalo Soldier. So we see David bang him, and we're <laughs> like, really? maybe he's not necessary at the caliber of those goalkeepers were, and I think that's where the spoiled, and sometimes, let's be honest, like, we are known as, people don't like us for a reason, yeah. and mm-hmm. could be a little bit entitled at times. Yeah. I mean, we are, yeah. we are, we are, first, like we are first of five. Five. First, <laughs> first of our, we are That I am. Uh, <laughs> so I think, you know, that, that that's what it comes some part of it. And I do think that, um, I mean, I don't think David was hoping for that, but I think to an extent it was kind of like, hey, he definitely mm-hmm. redeemed me because I am a good goalkeeper. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy for Bingham that, like, I I mean, Lampson's story is really cool considering, like, yes. the entire bone marrow thing yeah. and the Lampstrong yeah, Foundation and stuff like that. So I'm, and I'm glad that, like... I, I, I want to. I, I always like highlighting that about Lampson because I mean, outside yeah. of his goalkeeping kind of stuff, it's, it's he's a really cool story, um, and it's worth looking into if you if you haven't ever heard about his his time in Dallas and the bone marrow uh, donations that he's done and et cetera et cetera for bone cancer. But um, yeah, I mean Lampson, that it indicates that in this league you need good goalkeeping because you're not going to have good defenses in front of you. Yeah, and I mean if if David Bingham was basically on the fringes of the U.S. Men's National Team for a couple of years up there in San Jose, like. His his exit from San Jose was kind of weird. Um, if, I mean, if you look at it, but I mean, there's. I think this reinforces that there's questions that are positioned outside of the forward line for the Galaxy. I mean, outside of defensive midfielder and the front three, I mean, there's questions at every position right now, and that's yeah. Yeah. that's not how you want to be going into it's a playoff chaos. run. It's it's a little bit concerning. Um, I will say, I think I I, I I'm glad that if Efrain Alvarez got the start on the weekend against Vancouver. I thought it's that's a good sign for him. I understand why he started, because this was a game where I think Shaloto kind of, and all, all of us really kind of looked at it and said, all right, we're going to pump this pretty easily. Like, mm-hmm. this is a this is a three points that we can easily get. We'll give Efrain, you know, yeah. 90 minutes, get him, you know, get him, get him professional game time in a game that we know we can kind of almost kind of pump this one and just be, we'll be okay. Um, and, I mean, I, it's this is one of those games where I think if I'm Shaloto, I walk into the locker room after and words, and I'm just like, "Hey guys, go out, have fun, erase the hard drive." Like this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best mentality on yeah. it. Yeah, we didn't want to spend that much time on that. We can't yeah. dwell on it. We can't let that you know mess us up for Houston. I mean, it is what it is. It happened. As pissed off as I was, yeah, you know, I was tired as fuck, and <laughs> I was. Very disappointed, but you move on. We lost, we lost. It sucked, it hurt, but we have also, we have Houston ahead. I was going to say, also, unfortunately, like, very Galaxy of us. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. To do uh, yeah. that, to do that <laughs> game. Um, so since you did mention Houston, the standings as of right now, today of recording, uh, Minnesota, you know, is in second place with 53 points. We have Seattle with 53 points. Uh, you know, there's Galaxy sitting in fourth place. 
and uh, Portland with 46, Dallas with 45, and then San Jose with 44. And so games that matter, uh, Portland versus San Jose, we want a Portland win. It's going to be an incredible game, yeah. too, because that, that's, that's, that's two teams playing for their lives. Yeah, thanks also to Jamie for her show notes. Um, one thing, I, one thing yeah. I want to know is, yeah. so I hear that if we win, we get a home game. Win or draw, we get a home win game. Win or draw, we get a home so, game. But if we win, I tell you, and, and let's say Seattle and Minnesota tie. Yes. Don't, doesn't, doesn't that equal us in points? I think we have the tiebreaker, which it, I think it, is goal scored. Oh, yes. is that not goal differential? Yeah, it's goal scored. Oh, yeah, it's goal scored. They, they switch. MLS, okay. MLS v. MLSing. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Because I thought it was goal differential, and I'm like, we don't have better goal differential. No, we have, a hor- we have a terrible goal differential. Okay, cool. But I think it's goal right, scored is, right, is the cool. new tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Now, now I understand. Yes. Yeah. I, for yes. a moment, I'm like, is MLS going to openly fuck over one of these teams? Just so we can the answer is yes. Usually the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vancouver versus Real Salt Lake. We need a Vancouver victory, but also a, van- a draw is fine too. Um, so I'm gonna need Vancouver to really like players be like, let me, <laughs> let me um, step up. Let me, yeah. let me do the same thing they did with the Galaxy. Se- I'm gonna need them to do the same thing. Secure, secure the bag for next year. Right. Yeah, exactly. Vancouver's so, like, yeah, exactly. done. <laughs> So, you guys, like, previewing Houston, you know, we've got Chapman as our referee. Oh. Yeah. Anyone got a vodka uh, shot anywhere nearby? As a... Alan Chapman, my favorite human being in the world. As we go to Twitter, uh, Elliot Zorhaus has said, with the way pro refs have called games involving the LA Galaxy and the likelihood that teams are just going to sit and wait to counter the Gs, how confident are we that the Galaxy advances? Uh, in this game, and like wins this game or advances in the playoffs, and also playoffs, in uh, this game and playoffs. I'm oddly confident about the Galaxy tomorrow. I think Houston hasn't shown me anything attacking wise that I think I can sit there and say, yeah, this is really going to trouble the Galaxy. I mean, Moromanoja is probably going to be in Europe next year. He's good enough, but when you look at the rest of the players on that team, like what when you get old in a sport as a professional and it gets bad, it gets bad quick. And if you look at a lot of the Houston players this year. They got old, and it got bad real freaking quick. I mean, Kyoto has not been the player that he used to be. Albert Elise is still, like, I mean, he's still a 10-goal guy in this league, but he's definitely not a guy that you can rely on to be. Because I remember when Albert Elise came into this league, I mean, he was, you know, 20-goal guy every year. He's not that guy anymore. Like, I mean, really the, I mean, Kyoto, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's a team that I think is going to undergo, and especially since they fired Wilmer Cabrera, I think everyone was kind of looking at this roster and saying, all right, oh, now yeah. it's time for a massive transition year. I mean, isn't, though, this is, isn't this Beasley's last game? Yes, this is, it is. Demarcus Beasley's last game. Like, it feels like there's things to prove, and basically being a beast that like he is, it's like... Well, the way DMB's kind of handled it, he's he's not really handling it as like, I've got anything to prove. It's more like, yeah. I'm going I'm off, into the, I'm going off into the sunset. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I mean, in his retirement statement, he basically said, I feel like I would have another year to contribute to a winner, and I just don't feel like I'm on a winner right now, yeah. which okay. is a hell of a way to bury your roster. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that, because usually I feel like sometimes people just have things to prove, and sometimes even the other players want to contribute to that, um, you know, like when Landon's last, That's you know, when yeah. he retired, and, you know, like, just that stuff, so I was, like, a little bit worried, but... I, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what that means that he, he wants to play on a winner is next season he's going to be on our, our back line I'm okay with that okay. I, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't mind bring him on bring him on I mean he's probably going to be starting in Qatar in 2020 so you know <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's no shade to the US national team he's just he's, he's not going away um, I mean the other thing about it is what I've kind of been watching I've been watching Houston film and the thing I've, I've noticed a lot about Houston is that they don't deal well with 
speedy counterattacking type of players, which is kind of what the Galaxy have done in recent weeks in terms of attack. And I mean, Pavon's going to give them all sorts of trouble because they're outside backs. Yes. And as much as I love Demarcus Beasley, Demarcus Beasley is a bit slow nowadays. So I think we were going to have we're going to have joy at least on the wings at some point. And I mean, if you look at Pavon in the past ten games, I believe it's eight assists and two goals. Yes. I mean, the man. The, imagine if he had come at the beginning of the season. Like this is a different team. Pavone, I mean, Pavone's putting up numbers that next year MLS won't be ready for. And nope. if I'm the Galaxy front office, I figure out how to get that contract at the books immediately. I would have that contract ready now. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> where do you like, want to sign? Like, yeah. Like, wh- here, sign on this dotted line. You're here, you're staying. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, you can't, I mean, yes, you can't play a game like Vancouver played against the Galaxy, but that really was, if you play that game ten times, the Galaxy wins nine. Yeah. Like because oh, yeah. it, because no it was because it was MLS and because you know there's other contributing factors, but if everybody plays how it's supposed to play, and we're gonna have pretty much I feel like our kind of like murder lineup, the best possible lineup we can put out to score. You can't just because yeah, you know what the crosses might be bad, they might not be, but one thing you you can't take away is what Pavon has brought in, especially oh, yeah. what he mm-hmm. what, what he's brought in with his with his cross ability, and he's not going to the corner and crossing like Rolf does. He's driving into the box, getting to the getting to the end line and putting it back in. <laughs> his 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 ability to cut across defenders is, is really what has struck struck me. Like he's, I mean, he's he 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 separates two defenders. He goes in between them like. Like I've only seen in basketball recently, yeah, like, exactly. like, the, the like step LeBron over kind of or, yeah. or Kobe going between two defenders, and he does that great. I mean, I was looking at my footage from from last game, and yeah, basically they, they, Vancouver were, were just clipping and fouling him when he was doing that little jump over. But you, if you, I feel like you can't do it. one one day you're gonna get called for either you know a foul outside the box or a penalty, so you can't keep doing that. And if he gets in, you know, and, and when he puts that ball back through the middle, he causes chaos. Mm-hmm. And one thing the galaxy, this team thrives in is chaos. Agreed. Yeah, yeah they do. entirely agreed. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. When the ball starts ping ponging around the box, and Zlatan is like, that's when he's like salivating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> once worried. once they start going, once once they start going where they know they got the defense shook, Zlatan just rises. That's the thing though. You need to get Zlatan involved early. Yes. And even if he doesn't score, make him feel like it's coming because when he starts. When he gets his confidence down, it does shrink other teams. It does. Because everybody want like yeah, we're not the we're not the first place team. We didn't we didn't get the best record, but everybody wants to beat us. Why? Yes. Because of pedigree, and B because we have the guy saying, "I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you." And they want to prove wrong. Now, I feel like like sometimes that we play best with our backs against the wall. I agree, and yes. the playoffs brings another level of chaos. Plus, it's not a two leg. Nope. So you can't just sit and defend. At some point, you have to let go. Mm-hmm. And if our defense, if our goal, I think it's in the midfield. The midfield has to be our first line of defense. If we can keep possession, obviously we're not going to play like a take attack a style. But if we can keep possession, play that high that 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 high pressure game we did against LAFC or or kind of Kansas City when in the second half when we blew them away. Mm-hmm. And I mean Jonah is amazing for winning back the ball in the midfield. I've never seen a player with his skill set. Like he's he's a unique player in that respect. I've never seen a guy that metronomes. I think metronome is kind of the word that yeah. I'd, I'd use as well as he does. And 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 I'm surprised it never really worked for him in Europe. Mm-hmm. So the, I mean, it worked for him in Villarreal, and, and, and yeah. he was a critical part of those really good Villarreal years. But like 
I mean, he's he's a, a one-in-a-kind kind of player. And I think that's when, why the Galaxy struggle when he's out, because it's not the fact that, like, we don't have the next man up. It's just the, the entire style of the way the midfield operates is completely different with Jonah out. I'd be interested to see, quickly circling back to the Vancouver and the, the, the 9 times out of 10 thing. I've been trying to find the XG map for that Vancouver game. I'd be very interested to see kind of what the Galaxy's expected goals versus actual goals was in that game, because I assume it's probably somewhere, oddly enough, in the 5 range, which rarely happens on Opta. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's... I like I trust the Galaxy in a one-off game where they have to shoot someone out. It, where it, if it's if it's going to be like a run and gun kind of game, I, I trust the Galaxy in that kind of game. I mean, Pavon and Ibrahimovic both are, are world changers. I mean, Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic is a is a game changer. Like I mean, he's one of those guys that those are those type of players where they'll be quiet for ninety minutes and all of a sudden, I mean, we saw uh, on the midweek with Lionel Messi and uh, Barcelona against Inter in the Champions League, where yeah. Inter was handling them for yes. sixty minutes, and yep. Messi pops up, plays about you know fifteen good minutes, and all of a sudden Barcelona wins two one. Yep. I mean, Ibrahimovic and Pavon are those type of players to me. And I think it's I think that's going to be where the Galaxy are going to have to really rely on. The other player that I kind of have highlighted is Sebastian Legette. Yeah. yeah because if Legette's back. playing well, his comeback, yeah, his comeback the Galaxy are playing phenomenal yes. well. Because yeah. of his, his skill set, in terms, especially his close control of the ball in traffic, the Galaxy can use that to their advantage to break lines. Then it gets Pavon, Ibrahimovic, Antuna, yeah. who's had Antuna. a quietly... Phenomenally good season. Yeah. I was going to say that the last two games, Big Tuna has turned it up. Yes. And I know that you know he's had some big misses and like RSL oh, where he yeah. was frustrated, but that's going to happen. But that doesn't take away his he's improved his positioning, he's improved his his playing with Latam, playing with Pavon, and kind of like learning his role and trying to be at the right place at the right time. He's he's a smarter player since the call, since the Gold Cup. I think. Mm-hmm. I think ever since he was around Tata Martino and with the Mexican national team, I think he's a smarter player. Mm-hmm. I know he just got a he just got re-upped with a Man City. He just got a contract extension, which was kind of interesting because I thought they would have let that go because he's he's made it very clear that he wants to stay in LA. Like he he's happy in the with the Galaxy. And I mean I mean if Phil Foden is not getting playing time for Manchester yeah. City, then Oriol Antuna is not getting playing time for Manchester City anytime but, soon. But in a statement, he just said something interesting. He said that he's going to keep playing hard where he is until he gets that chance to play for them. He just basically he didn't say like. Oh, like I want to like like you know, bigger challenge. He basically said, "I'm gonna keep busting my ass in LA to get a, either to get a chance there or yeah. or or He's, nothing else." But I mean, like if you look at Manchester City, and uh, yeah. like Antuna doesn't start for Manchester City oh, no. or make but, the batch. But like, I think, but I think that's that was the right thing to say, like for like as in terms of his 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 aggression and his his aspirations. You want a player that wants to be better, right? Yeah, you know, and you can easily you easily have players that. Are loans that maybe get extended because the team wants their their value to go up the next year to to sell them, not necessarily to to give them a chance. Right, and they they won't make statements like that. Like that statement to me is showing that he's growing as as an athlete, and maybe the playing his letdown is rubbing off. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I think we do forget how young Antuna is and mm-hmm. and how kind of how raw the tuna is, if you will. <laughs> That's great. Yes. I mean, look. I'm sitting on an arsenal of sushi jokes and I waste them all. Well, now that you said that uh, about Zlatan and the effect, effect that he's had on our guys, um, and also Pavon coming in, um, but it does make me think, you know, that Zlatan's contract is uh, up in December and we want, I mean, there's definitely something special about this team right now mm-hmm. um, that I really do feel it, that even though we did lose 
to Vancouver and we're little, not little, we are inconsistent. I still have strong confidence that we can race to say so we can get that six, that six cup. He is not going to Boca. Oh no. <laughs> no! I'm saying it right now. I'm saying it right now. It's my 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 lock of the century of the week is that he is not going to book. I can't wait till we come back to this. <laughs> like, the time. I know. I'm like, hope we both die. We won't even go to Boca. No, stop. I'm not right now. Not right now. Eventually, just so we can come back in a few years. Like, I mean, no, 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 no. No, he's not, he's not, no, he's obviously not going to Boca. He's going to Manchester United. Obviously, we all know that, right? And I'm a Man U fan. I'm happy with that. But, <laughs> I mean, some form of goal scoring. But um, all I'm saying is, is that league is way for how physical that league is and how much you get paid. I don't think it's worth it for him. Oh, he comes with an MLS being a physical, like imagine going yep. to Argentina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so, yeah. with with Ibrahimovic coming back next year, like I feel, again, it's it, it it's the, what I said about Houston earlier, where it's like when you lose that touch at a certain age, it just goes. And I mean, it's understandable playing the risk with Ibrahimovic, considering he's part of such an illustrious club. Only three people in the world have ever scored five hundred goals for club and country. When you're in the conversation with Messi and Ronaldo, and I and I yes. firmly believed had Ibrahimovic not grown up in the era of Messi and Ronaldo, mm-hmm. we'd be talking about Ibrahimovic as the greatest player of all time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense to take that risk for another year, but my thought is depend and depending on how roster spend goes next year because I they're gutting the defense next year. I think there's no question in my mind. No question. I, there's no way Jorgen Schuppe comes back on, even if. For a nine hundred thousand, no. Yeah, no. There's no way he comes back unless <laughs> unless he comes back on a restructured contract. Yeah. There's no way, Rule Filters on the contract he is next year. No. Mm-hmm. The thought I have is, from a purely from a, a yes, Ibrahimovic brings you interest, brings whatever, brings people in, and it's Ibrahimovic, and Ibrahimovic will do Ibrahimovic things. When that you could almost argue that space would be better served building the team for the next ten years rather than the next year. Because I feel like this Galaxy team right now, the way it's built is in win-now mode, rather yeah. than yeah. we have a con- like a cohesive plan for the next five years. But now that we did clinch playoffs and, you know, especially a little bit before that, we were thinking, like, you know, what is success under Escaloto? Uh, this season or, or overall? This season, and then we were also thinking, like, long-term. Well, this uh, this season, I, I think he's, I think he's achieved well. I think he's achieved success. I think, considering the history of the past two years and considering how kind of formless and shapeless the galaxy looked under uh Anolfo and, and and Schmidt and and Kinnear at the end making playoffs was successful this year right. and and okay. and they did um so I think over time it, it would be a failure if he does not win an MLS Cup I think he's got the talent to do so I think he's got the the roster building ability to do so he's got he's got a front office that is willing to work with him and I think you know this team is one or two pieces away from from being one of the best teams in MLS. I think there's no I question. Agreed. I mean, we'll be back. Well, I mean, the one, <laughs> the, the one thing the one thing that separates us from LAFC, as far as I'm concerned, is outside back depth and outside backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, Zimmerman's a good center back, but he's prone to mistakes. They don't have a. I mean, they have a decent, if serviceable, goalkeeper in Tyler Miller. We have a decent, if serviceable, goalkeeper in, you know, uh, David Bingham. I mean, they have better outside backs, and they have, you know, a a forward line that, you know is a little bit better. I, I I don't think there's much that separates LAFC from the Galaxy, and I think the Galaxy can bridge that gap next year very easily with one or two smart signings, not okay. quite. Mm-hmm. Now the, now and the, with Alison Trini coming back. Yeah, and I mean, Alison Trini comes back. The emphasis word in that statement is smart signings, which the Galaxy haven't really done very well for the past two years. Right. And I think that's going to be the big question in the offseason. So for this season, I mean, playoffs, 
they'll probably win the first round that they play. I mean, if, especially if they host at home. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you go out against LAFC and just you, you, you give it your best, you know? Yeah. But because if, if, they, if they get through LAFC, I think this is an MLS Cup caliber team. Uh, I, yeah, I definitely do. Agreed. I completely agree. Um, is there any way for us to get the two seed? No, right? We, we for sure are out of the two seed? I believe so. Yes, we are out of the two seed. I had heard some rumblings on Twitter that we possibly could get the two seed. I think the loss to Vancouver sealed that. Yeah. Yeah. We could have. And I mean, honestly, like the thing about the, this Western Conference playoffs is that if you look at all the teams in the playoffs, they're all very good teams. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota is a damn good team. And fan Fans, you know, yeah. Port- Portland, <laughs> Portland's a good team. San Jose, depending on who gets through, either team is good. Matias Almeida is incredibly yeah. unpredictable, and I expect right. him to like do something incredibly psychotic in his first round game. Right, I'm kind of like hoping I'd rather see the Timbers go through than San Jose because I think San Jose just fuck San Jose. Fuck San Jose. Aside from fuck San Jose, I think just that, that team <laughs> has Alonso, fuck Alonso. something right now going on, and I'm just like, but, I need them to fucking yes. stop. Yeah. Okay. Fucking stop. <laughs> and, 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 and fuck Jordan Morris. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Morris! We love you, Jamie. <laughs> um, I mean, it's going to be... Uh, the Western Conference playoffs are going to be incredibly tense and incredibly... Yes. It's going to be much watch, must-watch TV every single time oh, two yeah. Western Conference teams yeah. play each other in the playoffs this season. Which makes me think the Cup is going east just because the West... The Western teams have cannibalized each other so hard <laughs> that, like, by the end, they're all just like, screw it, I'm exhausted. I know, that's going to be amazing, like, fucking losing. Yeah, I know. Losing the West Conference in a fucking baseball stadium. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Here comes NYCFC. Like, the, West, the Western Conference teams are going to hack and slash their, through each other to the playoffs, and, like, we're going to have a player with, like, a cast on their leg, like, limping around the field. <laughs> I think both one seeds will get eliminated for their first game. You think? Yeah. Ooh. One seed one seed in the East is Atlanta at this point? I thought it was New York. Oh, is that NYCFC? New York, NYCFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, ooh. I could see it for NYCFC. I don't know if I see it for LAFC. I predict a LA think, Galaxy NYCFC final and we're playing over there. I, I, could, I gotta go to New York. I could see, actually, no, I could definitely see that. Yeah, LA, I could, like, LAFC has been, they're not even fucking playoffs. I'm not they're even worried about them. They're, they're, they're all happy down. with their supporter shield. They've patch. slowed down, and, and the thing is, MLS, MLS Cup playoffs are all about getting hot at the right time. And exactly. They haven't, We've what, winless in their past again, five? They yeah. No, they, 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 be, they beat Houston. Okay, so the shield. everyone's beating Houston. They have the 12 <laughs> men, though, the pro referees. That's true. Actually, well, it's funny because they think they don't. Just hearing, just hearing... There, it's he, every team thinks the referees are against them. See, when you, <laughs> yeah, it's the reality of being a fan. Actually, yeah. yeah, they actually are against them. If you if you if you have you ever looked at the like the hashtags, the referee hashtags, just there's no team that doesn't say fuck these people. Yeah, right, of course. Which is insane. Which, well, because which, kind of but it's the truth. Which but led to which led to the rant yeah. that I had a few weeks back on this podcast where I said like <laughs> this is the, the the one thing that is destroying the product yeah. of yeah, MLS the is the referee. Right. That should be the first thing going into CBA negotiations. Should be like how do we improve this? And I that, mean, you can get WWE referees and they'll be the same amount, <laughs> same job. That's it. Might even be better. One of them gets knocked out. One of them comes for the stands. Takes over. That'd be entertaining. That would be good. Well, that said, so far, I mean, I trust Jaloto with uh, the lineup tonight. Um, I mean, I don't want to see the same one against Vancouver. You know. I mean, no. I, I don't think we, I don't think we will. <laughs> that's that's I don't think we start. No. I mean, well, Alvarez Alvarez is going to start tomorrow. Uh, Fabio, not okay, Fabio. I forget the way well, he, he needs a child support money. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, allegedly, 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 yeah, he's got to earn that child support money. Um, <laughs> allegedly. 
Uh, no, guys, I mean, Fabio Alvarez is healthy again. Allison Journey. Allison I love Fabio. He's, I love Fabio. He is going to be one of the best players in MLS next year. Mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee, I have said this multiple times. He's Talk a damn good player. Fabio? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. brilliant. He's, I think I, we should, we gotta keep him. We have I, to. We need I can't say there's some of the people that are, like, such a hater against Fabio. Like, oh, he needs to go. I'm like, really? What the fuck? Well, like, are, are, we the are we watching the same game? Are we watching the same game? Are we watching the same game? There are certain personalities on Twitter that I saw on the flight over <laughs> to... Uh, here in Houston that basically said, what has Antuna contributed to this team? Ouch. I'm like... Oh, goals? Goals, assists. <laughs> He's been one of the best wingers in MLS this year. Like, what right are now. you... What? Okay, just, <laughs> but the question I ask is who, then? If not him, who? Who starts... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So let's bench Antuna because apparently he doesn't contribute Who's going to start? Who starts over him? Who are going to... Not counting free agency. And not playing Paul at the out of position. Who, yeah, who are you going to put that we have either G2s, Araujo? Senior team? Maybe. Who? Araujo, maybe. Maybe. And that's a big maybe. And, and and the reason that, I mean, in that first, or in the first LAFC game that we played at home, Araujo starts over Antuna in that game because it's not because Antuna didn't contribute anything. It's more the fact that defensively this makes a little bit more sense yeah. because you take away one side of what LAFC does so right. well. And it worked for us. And it worked fantastically. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I, I, the one thing I really hope tomorrow brings, and I'm, is 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 at least ten minutes from Austin Dreaming. Yeah. I don't I, think his I don't he didn't are they posted photos from the, the team tra- I mean he I mean, tried, everybody was training. So but he, I mean he could they he, they could have probably obviously omitted him from the photos, but he just posted a photo in Joshua Tree. No, that well, was that was a throwback photo. That was a throwback photo. It said okay. hashtag throwback. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna say like I'm seeing pictures of him at the Joshua Tree while I'm seeing pictures <laughs> at LAX. Why are you in you? And I'm not seeing Allison <laughs> Trini there, so yeah. I'm My, seeing all the other guys. So I I don't know. He so as far as I understand it, he missed two days of training this week due to just what he felt was a twinge in the knee mm-hmm. that was. Ugh. Yeah. Was yeah. surgically on, and I think I think that was more just they pulled him out precautionarily rather than it's a setback in terms mm-hmm. of the recovery. Okay. Because as far as I understand, the club, the club has basically kind of said we were a little bit irresponsible with the way we treated your injuries last year. Mm-hmm. In terms of like he probably should have had the surgery last last mm-hmm. season, but he didn't want to because the Galaxy were so close to the playoffs. Oh, surgery yeah. is always a last resort. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's always and so I think he needed to have the surgery, and now the Galaxy are kind of saying, "All right, like you'll be here next year. It's going to be okay. Like we just need to like we want to make we sure need to that get this done. we need to make sure that you're going to be able like if you can't hit the ground running this season, the next season we at least have you for yeah. you know 36, 37 games, however mm-hmm. it may be." Um, I mean, next season, not to like get ahead of ourselves here because we've got a game tomorrow. But I mean, it's the last game of the regular season. I it's know. not. I know you're right. Matter, but I know, right? That's that's fair. No, but um, I mean, I, I really do as seeing us be a threat. I, I think there's no question. I think yeah. I think they're I think they're two or three pieces away from being one of the best teams in MLS. Yeah. And back, I, and back it, to back and, cup wins. And that that means a left back and a right back and a center back, and then we are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I'm bearing the center backs. But I mean, Daniel Sturridge has quietly had a very good year. Like. Daniel Stairs has kind of grown up into being one of the better center backs in MLS. Like, I know, and especially because, you know, we as Galaxy fans definitely hold our team to a little bit of a higher standard than a lot of other MLS teams do. Absolutely. But I think if you kind of take away the, the, the Galaxy glasses, so to speak, this is not a bad team in any way, shape, or form. Like, outside of the, outside of the outside backs, I mean, this is a good team. I mean, I mean, the, with that Argentinian connection we have, uh, let's go after uh, uh, Marco Rojo from uh, Manchester. Ooh, I'd be about it. Well, we were, we were in for... Uh, Smalling? We were in for Yara. Um, oh, yeah. Boca, and then he went yeah. to DC United, which I was confused by because I was like, Shaloto just worked with you last year, so. And there was, and there was, I had heard rumblings about Valencia too for when when he left Menu, mm-hmm. but he went back to Ecuador because he, you know, personal reasons. Obviously, it's his home. Yeah. But I mean, Marco Rojo, he's not going to get a lot of money in, in Europe right now just because 
you know, he's a certain age. I mean, he had a decent World Cup, but he had that game winner against Nigeria, but that didn't translate happy. to yeah. anything. But he he puts on good performances. It's just that it just he's had the luck of, you know, the back line with him struggled. So yeah. he's somebody that I think would do great, and I'm pretty sure they'll get rid of him. In a, I mean, look what they did with Smalling. Basically, give him away for free. Yeah, so, and he's playing really well in Rome right now yeah. too. So I think I think like I know Mascherano has been brought up. And I think we could do better. Not like, does does Masha have another season in him? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think we could do better. Uh, not not that he's not great. It's just that we need somebody with legs. And maybe go with a less of a name with more miles still in the yeah. tank. Well, I think the thing about MLS right now that it's it's shifting to is it's moving away from this, you know, kind of Retiring. aging out of Europe kind of yeah. player. And now if you look at the successful teams in MLS right now, it's the 23-year-olds, the 24-year-olds out of South America yeah. who are trying to make an name for themselves on a global stage in order to in, like garner a multi like a larger move to Europe, and they're looking at MLS as a staging ground for that. And I think if the Galaxy, I think the Galaxy by having Shaloto as a head coach, having Dennis Teclosa as a general manager, they've definitely are. You're going to see a seismic shift in the way that the Galaxy sign players and the way that they operate. I don't think I think the, the days of the Galaxy of yore where we sign the one big ex European name and then build a team around them, I think those are, are going to be long gone after his loss on Ibrahimovic. I think this team is going to turn into more of an Atlanta model where it's you know they're signing very exciting, promising talent from South America because the Galaxy can just throw more money at the problem. I hope so because at the end of the day, it's like the Galaxy is still the team that worldwide people know. No. Exactly. Yeah, in MLS. If you think if people like outside of the U.S., if you bring up MLS, people are not going to say Atlanta. It's right. the people. Yeah, it's, right. say it's like, oh, the Galaxy. It's the the big, Galaxy. Yeah. So I don't know the Galaxy shifting too much from that, but hopefully they can do the whole, let's still bring some talent with some name behind it while still not centering that, a team around them. That's what I think the Galaxy have in terms of advantages exposure. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm surprised the Galaxy didn't, weren't the first ones to really start doing this, which was going down to South and Central America and going to these 19-year-old kids who like want, to, that have the talent to make these moves to Europe and basically saying, look, we're the Galaxy. Like, people in Europe, when they pay attention to MLS, they watch our matches. Yes, exactly. You will have eyes on you every single week. And we've, Go and out and prove it. And I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, probably, that's yeah. probably what they did with Pavone. Because, I mean, Pavone was supposed to go to Arsenal a few years back. Never really worked out for him. Yep. I mean, he's t- still 24. 23. 23, 24. Yeah. Like, he could make a move at 26, 27 exactly. to Europe very yeah. easily for a lot of money. Exactly. And uh, still be in his, more than in his prime yeah. at that yeah. point. Well, and, our, and our records that have been set in MLS have been set by LA Galaxy. And, I mean, we're on the verge of those records being broken. <laughs> Um, but you know that's why we got to keep at them. <laughs> well, there's three there's three DP spots. Who knows in the future? Maybe more. Yeah, because we're, we're in a CBA or, or, or they'll get rid of it or whatever. But it's I don't think that it's out of the realm. I think yeah, we shouldn't go after the aging star like that. We don't know how much they have in the tank. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Zlatan, we hit it big. Yeah. But with Gerard, we did not. Right. No. Um, so, but Zlatan was, it we, started Zlatan so Zlatan's have been too. wanting to come here since but 2014. I, I feel like the guys needs to still be in. For the right, like if a CR if a CR seven want to come through, mm. um, if Griezmann yeah. wants to leave early, Griezmann wants to go to Miami. I know. I was gonna say, but you, Miami but I think I, I think the guys is a big enough club to to try to make a run at anybody, even if the answer is no. I was gonna say, like I was gonna say, it's it's <laughs> difference between living in Miami or living in LA. Right? Gonna, exactly. The Galaxy, the Galaxy will get that meeting. Like, no, that I don't think though. I don't think any other team will gonna. I don't think Portland will get a meeting with. with oh no, Griezmann. there's no question. Yeah. Griezmann will give a meeting to the Galaxy because who they are. Yeah, and he knows that. Hey. Even if I don't play in LA, LA is gonna be a big market for me anyway. Right. Yeah. So, but I think that they should they should still go after these names, not the older names. If you have names, or if it's an older name like 
a generational thing, like a Zlatan, a Messi, or a CR7, you go for that. Of right. course. Yeah, right. Ronaldo, yeah, and, Ronaldo has, and Ronaldo has indicated that he would, he does want to end his career in MLS. Yeah. So, like, right. I mean... And he does have that, that Herbalife uh, uh, sponsorship. He does. Yes. But I think his baby mama from the first child is too close to L.A. Oh, that's and right. The whole entire... Yeah, and I, I don't mean, think he wants to bring... There's, there wants that distance. There was the Las Vegas. That can easily... Well, not that. No, no, I'm talking about the Las Vegas one. I'm just talking about the first baby mama. I think she's from L.A. area. So I, he doesn't want her in, her in his child's life. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is, has turned into TMC soccer. So, but, <laughs> TMC so, so, soccer. That's why, so that's why I feel like, I don't know, Miami may be a little bit better for him. I mean, I would love to see him in a... Yeah, well, I mean, I mean Beckham's, Beck, Beckham's basically met, met with every prominent European player right now. Like, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they all vacation in Miami. He's basically like, you want to get dinner? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, now, now, question for you guys is, what about what about players like let's say either European players maybe not necessarily from the country they're playing in, but European players that that go to play to go play at a bigger league and let's say don't make it, but not necessarily fail at it, but like I mean like Montreal just got uh, Bo- uh Boyan Boyan, yeah. and what about players like that that the, caution, the cautionary tale Boyan's always the cautionary tale. What players that are thinking about making either a loan move to maybe a, a, a lower, lesser league or going back to their home? Um, do you go after players like that? I've long maintained that the Galaxy should be rating Central and Eastern Europe for players. Like, I mean, I agree. I, I agree as well. Yeah, the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian league is really, uh, it's actually really high quality. The Polish league is, is good quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what happened with Croatia at the World Cup. I was going to say uh, the, that's exactly uh, what I was. Saying. The Balkans have good players. After <laughs> uh, after Russia's performance, they're forward. I would have gone out. Like, Zuba. Oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And technically, Zlatan's Zuba, Zuba, Zuba is a Russian Zlatan. Like, I mean, he's he's yeah. a poor man's Zlatan. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> same skill set. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, setting all the records. We should be, we should be hitting. I mean, we could easily, you know, buy players from like a Zenit or or, oh, or, yeah. or a CFK Moscow or or a Sparta Prague or, or whoever. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, sure. as a as a Slavia Prague fan, fuck Sparta, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's the first day of the came in my brain. I have no horse in that. In that no, in I mean, like, I mean, even, but I mean, even if you go to like Dino Zagreb, yeah. like Red Star Belgrade, stuff like that. I mean. A lot of the small clubs in Europe right now are going are going east, and yep. I mean, if you look at Zinchenko for Manchester City, he came out of um, Dynamo Kiev. Like, yep. there's a lot of talent there. I mean, like now, in in there's really no excuse for poor scouting in soccer nowadays. No, because before you had to like physically send someone there. Now, yeah. you go on YouTube or like Transfermarkt or whatever, and you can watch like a 20 minute highlight video set to some really horrible like Euro trash. Dance music. Oh, uh, and, it's, and it's the same song every time. It's insert player name here. Best uh, best skills and touches. Two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty season. Like I mean, that's exactly what they all are. I mean, I mean, you can scour Brazil. You can scour Central Eastern Europe. You can sc- Asia. I mean, Asia. Asia. Yeah. I was thinking South America because I think that's what we were going for. I mean, the Brazilian li- the Brazilian league is so. I mean, Brazilian league, Argentina league, Argentina, and then even you go into Paraguay and Chile. Like I mean, there's. I think the Galaxy... That's how you grow soccer in the U.S. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be... it's. I think I, I kind of circled the, question, or the conversation back. I, I do think what we were going to see in the next two, three years is a very different Absolutely. Galaxy recruiting process mm-hmm. rather than what we are used to. Yes. And I'm, I, I, for one, welcome our new overlords. I do, too. Yep, those ants, man. So <laughs> we really want uh, that Houston win and Zlatan Golden Boot. I don't see why we couldn't get Wait, it. Wait, we want a Houston win? 
No. Oh, we want to win we in Houston. We want to win in Houston. Sorry, excuse no, me. No, no, no. I oh, thought I was, I'm I doing, it's going to be five to one. It's a lot of it's four. Ooh. We don't do predictions. <laughs> we don't do predictions Can't for the show, but... We're doing predictions today. <laughs> we're doing predictions today. Yeah, well, Pavone, I, actually, I, I don't it's, it's, it's the live pod. We're doing predictions today. We do, we do predictions <laughs> on my channel, so sorry. I just jumped the gun. No, no, sorry. Oh, no. no, welcome. It's, no. it's, it's cross-channel collaboration is what we call it. Heck, yeah, that's why we're here. Hashtag influencers or something like that. So five on Ibrahimovic... For four. Okay. Oh, um, oh, do you want to name your other goal scorers? Uh, I, I got yeah, Zlatan. Are you gonna go times? Zlatan, 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 Zlatan. Say that five times fast. And Zla- no, I want to. <laughs> I want to. Zlatan and Dylan sound so similar. Dylan, but, but they can they can do it without like playing Zlatan ball. All right, fine. Five one of the galaxy. Zlatan, 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 and Zlatan. Five assists from Pavone. Okay. okay. Do, okay. do you want to name a Houston okay. goal scorer, or do you not know any of them? <laughs> no, no I, I know the players. I just don't. I, I, I don't foresee who would score. But let's just let's just say let's just say Beasley gets the ball because it's his last game. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I'd actually I'd be okay if Demarcus Beasley scored a goal. Yeah, against us. I'd I'd I actually be okay. would be okay. We, we always have former G's scoring against us. Like, Dude, I, Demarcus scored a AJ world earlier. Like, AJ's, AJ's not playing. Yeah, AJ's oh, not playing. Yeah, oh, he's not playing. I want him to come hang with us. Well, then there we go. I'd be down. We're trying to get him to hang. Um, AJ De La Garza. Shout out to AJ De La Garza. Yeah. Um, Luca knows heart, guys. Support them. All right. Uh, well, we got. I mean, we got two people in the room that are wearing Luca knows heart jerseys. So. Yes. Obviously, you know. Twinning. Look into it and. I mean, I brought it. I brought the shirt. Just I had my hair. I didn't know we were matching. We were, like, oh, we were like tripling today. In 2014, that's what we were all. We were all. I'm gonna go buy a red T-shirt yeah. and go to Michael's and get some lettering secret. real quick. <laughs> Magic season and then you know after the whole Luca thing, all the fam came together. It was for that. a really cool moment. Yeah. Uh, so more predictions. I will go. I'm gonna go. Th- uh, let's go four-one Galaxy. I'll take Ibrahimovic for three because I know he's got the hat. He's, he he has the goal in the mind. Um, and fourth, uh, I'll, I'll take Rolf Filcher for a goal. <laughs> oh, oh. Take oh. for one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, had a break. Shout out to Daisy. <laughs> shout, out to shout out to Daisy. And then uh, Mauro Manotas scoring for Houston. Dang. Michelle. I mean, I'm gonna go classic two-one win Galaxy. Um, I'm gonna have uh, Pavon with his goal. Um. But Zlatan, Zlatan's got to get the golden boot, so. So you're going to need a lot more than two goals I for him to get the golden boot. I know, we're going to need a lot more than two ones. <laughs> because, because, <laughs> okay, because LAC okay, plays five. Colorado. All right, three, no, okay, how what's many, how many goals does Zlatan have? How many goals does Zlatan have? 31, 29 right now. I hope he goes off the so, game. With, oh, he definitely will. Uh, Secretary of Defense. So he needs he three goals. Three. He'll need, he'll need at least, at least three. Then I am going to have to do the Zlatan hat trick, Pavon, and Antuna. Those are, those are the guys that I have scoring for us. So five, 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 It would be five, one. It would have to be. Five, one. five, one. Damn, it's going to be big. Well, I'm going to go with Christians, four to one. Christians win against the Satanists? Or Satan? You said Christians win? <laughs> against the Satanists? <laughs> just took, I just took a religious context. Tomorrow's that I was, dry oh. Sunday, so everybody's all feeling... Sorry, I'm feeling some team. type of way. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to say four to one. Hattrick Slotan with my man assisting him. <laughs> and my man has to score in front of me finally. So oh I want, I need that goal. That's Pavon's stance have entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> if Pavon's bunny ever gets boiled, you know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe, is this your first away game? 
first away game. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And for Alex. So, and for Alex. This is your first away game, too? For the guys, yes. Wow. Awesome. Because yes. what I was going to say, a bunch you talked about Kachan scoring in front of you. Um, they put the away supporter in the no sweet section. So that's not... You know, the in front of you is not going to happen. I mean, you know, but like in my presence. God, this is basically. like my eighth year doing away trips. I feel yeah. I feel old now. You guys are like, oh, my first away trips. I was like. For yeah. them too. Like, I've been doing away like, trips for like seven, eight years. I feel old. <laughs> three, I, three years for me. I, I, I've done away trips on for other sports for the teams I follow. This is the first time I, I now that I have the channel, I've dedicated more time. Next year, uh, I want the channel to go to every away game. Yeah, uh, which, which I'm which I'm trying to get sponsorship for. Uh, but starting with the diggity food it won't, tastings, it will mean yeah, it will mean me going to every away game because I am going to the Euros in the summertime. Oh, congratulations! So uh, my cousin, or we might have to send some of our. Of our um, correspondence. Correspondence. I, mean, I can be a correspondent. I'm happy to help. I mean, yeah. you know, I've been when Will's too drunk to record. Yeah, and then our, our, CF, our, our, our CFO, CFO Jamie. Our CFO, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie Bacon. <laughs> you know what? I Maybe I'm just, I just started thinking about it. I was like, I may end up pulling a will where I have to end up giving the mic to someone else. So maybe I shouldn't be a correspondent, but um, <laughs> maybe so, I can get some pre shots. I don't know about after shots. Producer, you're going to be a producer. Yeah, you're going to be doing some after shots. So many things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely some pre shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do, you have, do you have a prediction close. for us? Uh, a prediction. I am doing a 4 1 with the slots and hot hat trick, and I'm going for Asuna with the other goal. Nothing against Pabon, Pabon's definitely going to have um, two to three assists yeah. for sure. But um, I don't know, there's just something in this kid, Asuna, right now that yeah. I, I just, I I just so cannot too. Not not see him scoring tomorrow. We are yeah, going all guns yeah. blazing yeah, on our production. That's, 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 that's because Zlatan needs a damn hat Yeah, we're going to be a reason. We're putting that out into the universe. Right. Oh, shit is happening. Because my notes have Pavon and Antonio. We need a fucking vision board right <laughs> now. Like, yeah, we need a vision, vision board. We need a vision board right now. Hey, look, we've manifested other stuff this whole weekend, so. That we have. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please tune in to First to Five's YouTube channel. Um, and then, of course, Simply Soccer. We'll see you again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye, T. Gerard. Bye. Love you. T. Gerard. T. Gerard.